0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Hi, guys. Welcome to Solomon Smith, the podcast. Based
3: on Solomon Smith, the show. Based on Solomon
2: Smith, the friendship.
3: Friendship. We've reached the end here. The end of, of this. I don't know. Are we calling it a season? Are we calling it a chunk?
2: Yeah, I guess a, a
3: chunky ch- a season. Chunky chunk. Your <laughs> crunchy podcast. We've reached episode eight of eight episodes. That's what we've done. This is where we are right it's a now. Season. And it's a season, it's a season. It's a season. It's been a couple of months that we've all been hanging out here together, guys. We have. We're drawing the curtain back. Yeah, we're going to talk to the producers of the podcast. Did you even know that we had producers, guys? Or did you think we were just this slick? (laughs) They thought we were this slick, for (laughs) sure. It's the DePaul brothers. They've been pretty much handling all of it. Yeah. Miles DePaul? Chris DePaul? I like how you paused on each of their names there for a second. Got it. I got it. And we know who they are now. Remember when we thought they were the opposite ones? Well, one of
2: them is married and one of them is not. And... The one who's married tends to hang out later, so we assumed that he was the unmarried one. Yeah.
3: You trying to stir up trouble between him and his wife right now, or what? Always. (laughs) (laughs) Jess has got an agenda. So we're so going to talk to it. these. Yeah, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'm starting up
2: trouble. Tune in next season when I break up one of the DePaul brothers'
3: marriages. <laughs> Turns out it was the wrong one. Oh! <laughs> All right. We're going to talk to these guys about their experience of this, this, this season of podcasts, which was their favorite topic. And we're going to get into it more with them.
2: Yeah, what chunks did they like?
3: What chunks of the chunks? (laughs) You know, what's interesting about this season is I don't believe we have become any more skilled at doing intros. No. Over the course of the. We always
2: keep so fresh.
3: (laughs) So fresh. So we're going to talk to... Who do we talk to first? We're going to talk to Chris? Yeah? About the future episode? The Futurist? No. We
2: talked to Miles. God damn it! (laughs) <laughs> about the future,
3: these brothers don't even look alike, other than both being <laughs> handsome brothers. They're very handsome. I'm so They're confused. very lovely. We yeah. talked
2: to um, we talked to Miles about the future. Of course
3: we did. I know we did. I can picture who's <laughs> who right now.
2: <laughs> and then we talked to uh, Chris about ASMR. I ASMR. ASMR
3: feel so good? Do you think they get confused about who's Solomon and who's Smith? I hope so. I hope so too.
2: The bros uh, <laughs> reporting live from uh, the studio.
3: Yeah. We're
2: recapping our season. What a fun time it's been. <laughs> it has been a fun time. time.
3: <laughs> I didn't know we were going to do the whole intro now, I but I know. think we should just I, go with
2: yeah. it. I, I, uh, we're here with uh, Miles. <laughs>
4: <laughs> on this oh. corner of the street well, like,
2: the- miles thanks for stopping by we, we're a bit punchy here at the end <laughs> yeah. of uh seven episodes yeah we are all yeah, right um and uh we want to talk about our favorite topics
3: right yeah let's recap the season With what miles, was the what chris? was <laughs> sorry chris. chris is over there he's gonna be quiet I- the whole time <laughs> all right um what was the topic that sparked you the most
4: uh, I think it was one of the first ones we did w- with Trevor, the Futurist episode.
3: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: well, because his program, he talked about his OCAD degree. That was actually a program I almost did or was considering really? doing for a little while. I was just like endlessly fascinated by. So it was called like Strategic foresight or something oh, like so that. So didn't is, make it up. It's a real
2: yeah,
3: thing.
4: Yeah, it's a real thing. It's just a fancy way of saying, like, what's the future going to be like, and how can we build things for the future?
3: Oh, so okay. in hindsight, do you wish you had had the foresight to take the foresight class?
1: Hey? <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> Trying to get a little
3: laugh in there, everybody. Good, um, <laughs> Good
4: one. am <laughs> No, I'm, I guess I'm glad I didn't do it. Yeah. I think like they <laughs> was it
2: Trevor specifically or uh... no his
4: no. yeah his perspective definitely got me wanting to do it again a little bit more just mm-hmm. because you can live in this like I think from the outside it looks like you can just live in this glorious world where you make everything up and then tell your bosses that this is what they should do
2: yeah um,
4: so that's kind of what got me excited about it and he was just living in a fantasy world every time he talked about <laughs> totally. it especially yeah. that. Uh, that game that he created i forget did, the name he, of it
2: yeah he created a big simulation at some point during his is like his thesis or something where he got so many people involved and yeah. created a potential disaster desi- i feel like everyone died at the end of his simulation <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know the- <laughs> yeah it was yeah. this big company that he created <laughs>
4: yeah. that he then just yeah murdered and fired everybody
3: yeah
4: so that sounds like a great <laughs>
3: education <laughs> so. um Okay. I know one of one of your interests is the multiverse. Right. Or multiverses. I don't even know what that means. Tell um, us what you know, and I know that you're not an expert. You're just a guy yeah. with a passion.
4: Yeah, I don't know if it's, a, it's I think it's kind of a part of our future, that we will be in... We're going to slowly be able to peel back what we know of the universe and realize that we are one of probably many universes that exist, maybe an infinite number of universes, or like uh, Elon Musk, the Tesla CEO, mm-hmm. he always talks about the fact that we are be like in a simulation. And that's just maybe another way to think about the fact that we're just in one of many different universes that could exist.
2: Yeah. Do you think um, him knowing that we live in a simulation is giving him the edge in this world? Because he seems to be doing pretty well.
4: He's Yeah, he yeah. probably hacked his own like body into making it work in this universe, in this yeah. simulation. I definitely think so.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, the people, well that, it, the people that think in these terms, I mean, I, they must be at some kind of advantage, right?
4: Or a disadvantage. I feel like he's said that he he's only allowed to think about these things when he's having, like, dinner with his brother or something. Or I think it's actually, like, when he's in a hot tub with his brother. Otherwise, it just... He's obsessed with it, and he can't stop thinking about it, and
3: yeah, it, it could, just kind of is debilitating. He's so a
4: billionaire; specific. he can have all the hot tubs yeah. that he wants.
2: <laughs> I feel like the bros need their own
3: hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
4: there's a reason we're trying to build this company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh
3: my god, get what are the bros get hot think tub about money, enough?
4: and then we're good to go?
3: Oh my goodness! Because yeah,
2: it could at some point. If you're thinking about all the time, the fact that you're in a simulation, it might
3: Impede your ability to just live your life, right? You become hyper aware. Have you guys thought about this? This whole idea? I've thought about it a little, but I can't totally wrap my head around it.
2: The first time this came into my brain was in undergrad. I took a philosophy class that um, opened up my mind to the idea of uh just other worlds so we we had to decide whether something was possible and we decided it wasn't possible and then the teacher just drew a circle on the blackboard and was like what about in this world and I was high and I was like what do you mean (laughs) you went to another world Uh, yeah it was such a bad idea I was like god is dead oh my god uh,
1: or or whatever
2: and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and there was that and then there was this there's this other very famous you know um i don't even know i can't remember what it's called it's like a string of philosophy or theory that is basically this idea that we're i guess it's the older version of whatever people say video game or simulation which is that we're how can you prove that we're not actually all just brains in vats at mit that right. that's the the tradition <clears throat> like the the old philosoph- philosophical question one of the yeah. philosophical questions and that idea and all of that put together in that class that day Freaked me out enough, and I didn't, you know, (laughs) sleep that night. And then I tried to put it out of my mind because, yeah,
3: that sounds like propaganda from MIT. Why MIT? (laughs) 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 I I wasn't even at MIT, and I was like, Oh, thank god, I'm not at MIT. (laughs) I'd hate to see those brains in the bats. Oh my gosh, yeah, okay. This is the one thing. I just get caught up on the idea of dreams. I feel like I'm very, I'll, I'll totally accept that we're a simulation. And I sometimes feel like that, like when it's night and I'm just kind of walking alone in the world. I'm like, is this world even real? I don't, There's moments where I'm alone that it's easy for me to to get onto that idea. But it's when I'm interacting with other people or like at night having dreams. How do you account for this?
4: How do you account for dreams? I yeah. think the dreams are just like everything else. It could program. just be a manufacturer yeah, and it's, I don't know, I have no idea. I don't think anybody knows what dreams are truly like. I've heard of yeah. them described as, like, ways for your brain to, like, train itself for potential future
3: encounters. Yes, I've heard about that one, too.
4: So, I mean, like, oh, that okay. th- kind of feels mathematical yeah. and technological, where it's, like, a part of your... Hardwiring is like learning how to deal with the
2: future that might happen one day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And
4: that's you dreaming and
3: that's you, know, you making use
2: of it. It's like they put us to sleep like a computer, but yes. they don't shut us down. Yeah. So you
3: just have that little light going. Right. Yeah. I am, um, yeah. As I was kind of articulating that thought, I was thinking, uh, well, I don't, I mean, of course I don't know. I don't understand the program because I'm in the program. As I was saying it, right. I'm like, no, still could totally be happening just because I have questions about the simulation. Well, doesn't that's the mean most frustrating
4: part. I think yeah. everybody, when they talk about this, always says that this is actually something that we'll never be able to figure out. If we are in a simulation, Mm -hmm. it will... I don't know the reason for it, but, like, it's designed in such a way that there's no way for our little species to actually realize that we're just a Sims character that needs to boost up our food levels. Mm -hmm. Do you
2: you think it, like... When we talk about this stuff, that the people that are controlling us are laughing so hard. They're making, like,
3: are they making us talk about
2: it? <laughs> and they're like, they think they're onto it. Like, what? <laughs> or they're freaking
4: out. They're like, we're the first ones that are, we're further along than most other universes, I think. So we're interesting. But we're probably programmed
2: to, to self destruct the minute that we actually right. can actually see the simulation. Oh, well, we're getting to there. to control it or something.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are we? Well, Does, doesn't it we we feel like being? we're about to self-destruct? Oh, self-destruct, yeah. yeah.
2: Sorry, I thought you meant like feel, like find out about the simulation in a way that we could actually affect the control of it.
3: Yeah. What do you think the world is going to look like in 50 years?
4: I think... Um, I like to think that like in terms of on a cultural perspective, I think we're going to be... Like there's definitely a whole... Political climate of like nationalism right now, mm-hmm. but I think um, I think we're just definitely going to be moving more towards like a globalist mentality. Did you guys see the Mark Zuckerberg manifesto he had the other day? No, no.
2: was um, it on Facebook? It's,
4: it's on Facebook.
2: <laughs> all right, I'll
4: check it out. It's weird. Read about it somewhere else. It was like a six thousand word. Like here's the future of the world, and it was all about like the history of of the world of mankind was more and more people interacting in larger tribes. So it started with individuals, then like little tribes and cities, then countries. And the next evolution is, and there's religion in there as well. Next evolution is more of like a kind of what you were talking about earlier, like one global, you know, society, one global. And I, I, that's the optimist in me that I think we're definitely going to be moving more towards that. And once that comes, I think it opens up. So much when it comes to science and progress and the ability for people to actually be sharing and collaborating as opposed to fighting, um, I look at like how more and more we're getting better at working together, oh even God. though yeah. it's like a pretty <laughs> fucked up regions. yeah, I think yeah. in all, it's pretty incredible. and the Donald trump stuff i I've gotten over because I think it's such a clear one pendulum swing that is not really gonna last, and it's not a lasting
3: as a know. reaction a temporary a glitch reaction glitch in this to... matrix that we live yeah. in yeah oh my god I love that idea <laughs> it's just a glitch yeah. yeah oh my gosh thank you for your optimistic vision of the future
4: 50 years that's all it'll take <laughs> I like
3: it thank you so much thanks for chatting with us thank you guys yeah.
2: That was Miles.
1: No, that was Chris. No, that no. was... <laughs> <laughs> Miles is the
2: one we talked about the multiverses.
3: Oh, no! Wow. <laughs> I know this! I know this! When they're right in front of me, I can say their names correctly, and I know which face is I what know. face. I know, because
2: their faces are in here. What is wrong faces. with me?
3: do you know what i think it is I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down right now one of them looks like the, they
2: look like the other
3: they do yeah. and i don't mean to be stereotypical about this and guys i'm sorry to let you know how i think of you but miles is like the taller jockier one yeah he was the guy that was into sports yes chris is like the nerdier one yeah and chris i say that with love i love nerds but you're a little bit nerdy you look a little bit nerdier than your brother Thank and in my that. mind, the name Miles is nerdier. I think that's why I've always yeah. messed him up. And the name Chris is like, Yeah, hey, we play hockey. I'm Chris. Well, it's because we thought M. Miles is married. We and we were got just, that wrong. So and now, we drilled that in. I remember yeah. walking home from the show with you one night, like, remember, M. Miles. Married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we were like, really drilled that in. So now you just have to <sighs> you just, I just flip it. Jess, well, I'm sorry I doubted you right now.
2: <laughs> no, I was like, I'll just correct it when we start. <laughs> You're like, ah, uh, No. <laughs>
3: Uh, Sorry, Solomon. (laughs) Okay. Well, why don't you transition us, please? And I would just zip my little lips over here. Okay.
2: That was Miles. Who knew he was into multiverses? There we go.
3: Now we have our new mnemonic. How do we say that word? Miles uh, multiverse. Miles multiverse. That was actually a really fun combo to have. I I wouldn't have guessed that he was into that.
2: It's interesting to know how much people think about this stuff.
3: Man, we got to grab some beers with those guys and get deeper into it all definitely all right now tell us who we're going to talk to next about what because i don't know what the world is anymore
2: we're talking to chris about ASMR artistry oh my gosh he loved it and we wanted to know more about how that episode that chunkity chunk affected him
3: (laughs) yeah and full disclosure guys we actually are recording this on the same day that we recorded the asmr thing so this was fresh yeah in his mind and in his body still alive here he is really don't even need to ask this, but of all the topics that we've covered in this season of Solomon and Smith, the podcast, which one sparked you the most?
0: Definitely the ASMR episode.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we know this.
2: (laughs) The one we just recorded.
3: Yeah, we just recorded it. Uh, Things are a bit out of order here at the podcast, guys. Uh, I was going to say spoiler alert. Anti-spoiler alert. Yeah. Lifting of the walls. Um, My favorite part of the ASMR podcast was watching your face. I feel like you were discovering something new about yourself. Is that true?
0: Oh, I learned a lot during that. So when I record these, yeah, I have the headphones on and you guys don't. Yeah. And Sarah's voice was just made for ASMR as far as I understand. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize I had a thing for it, but it was so calming. so, is so that, smoothing.
3: Is that a reaction to a voice that you haven't really had before? Even just the voice? Because you wear headphones a lot and listen to a lot of audio.
0: Well, it wasn't her talking voice. It was her ASMR voice. Okay. When, she turned, like yeah. when she turned it on, it, that's like, oh, this it is so calming experience have you used the app headspace i think it's called. no but i've
2: heard of it it's a meditation it's
0: a meditation app and um i guess it's a lot like asmr and i've used it before and it's a very soothing kind of voice that takes you through a little bit of a trip and water starts flowing in the background and that happened in your kitchen and i was listening to it live oh wow <laughs> it was wow. the best because oh, you're yeah.
2: pouring the water did it give you it was it relaxing or did it give you also like a tingling sensation
0: So the tingling came when she tapped her nails against the glasses. Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't realize that that was a thing. That was enjoyable. You found your trigger. Yeah, I think the glass tingling was a trigger. Some of the other stuff, the rubbing of the belt, the knapsack, the zipper... I didn't care that for That wasn't it. for you? No, okay. no, that's
3: not my thing. I think you, you've so quickly become like a discerning <laughs> ASMR yeah. consumer. You're like, I didn't care for that. You don't care. <laughs> I
0: wouldn't pay for that. Yeah.
3: No. So to you, was the, the, the tapping was the most? Tapping was Anything nice. Anything else? The water a little bit?
0: Uh, the water was nice, yep. Yeah. And then um, her voice was just so calming.
2: I wonder if you listen to other ASMR artists if uh, if you would have the same reaction. <laughs> Wait, you or if it was Yeah, I did. Thank you. Uh, or if, if it was just if it was her specifically, or if there would you'll have to listen to others and see. Yeah. If, uh,
0: oh, I think I have a, a whole night of this. <laughs> <That's what laughs> I think said. you have many
3: nights. Yeah. That.
0: I think, yeah. I think okay. I've. Yeah. i found my my thing. Yeah.
3: Did you know about this at all?
0: No, no, I didn't know. I knew about it on the show. Right. You guys talked about it on the show and that. And then we played some live, but that was a very sexual kind.
3: Oh yeah, we did play, we, we stumbled upon some we, sexual yeah, kind. Yeah, it was
0: pretty quickly when it's which I think whenever you search a topic online, yeah, you quickly find the yeah, sexual version for of it. Sure. Yeah. sure. Um, but this was just very, uh, it was a very safe ASMR experience, very G-rated, yeah. I'd say, and uh, I didn't know that existed.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to think about the sexual connotations just because everything in our world is so sexual and especially when you find things online but i mean she was trying to draw kind of a a line is that like you know that that's like not what she's into she doesn't do the banana thing or whatever (laughs) the
3: wholesome asmr yeah um something for the whole family
0: did you get into it after you learned about it at the show
3: no. I, I've looked into it before because uh, a friend of mine said that she had it, and I was like, oh, what is this? So I, mm. I Googled it. But I think I need to throw on some noise-canceling headphones. I'm really going to check out that Find Your Trigger, uh, that video, because I want to know if I do have that trigger. I want to feel that feeling and know what it is. Well,
0: that's it. I got. She served up 10 different options for me to test, and I found my trigger. Yeah. And I think if, there, if that's a website or something, you should uh, go find it. <laughs> yeah, I really want to. Yeah.
3: Um, I like I, I like that
2: triggers being used in such a positive way with right. this because like that hasn't been the way it's been used you know in yeah popular wa- parlance trigger warning yeah you might feel tingle <laughs> yeah it might feel um, really good
3: you think
0: that like we could pay Sarah to come to a party <laughs> like you know facilitate a uh,
3: trigger every day night oh my god can you ima- I couldn't once you brought up drugs Jess I couldn't yeah. stop thinking about like how amazing it would be like that scenario I think we need to get some MDMA.
0: <laughs> Presumably, have
3: hired Sarah to come over I mean you would blow everyone's mind if oh, that yeah. was
0: if we all had wireless headphones on and like silent you know cans and, like noise yes. cancelling and then she just talked into a mic
2: in oh yes. a different
0: room and we all just kind of had our own little experience
2: yeah I'd like to be in, I'd like to be I'd in the pay, dark
0: I'd pay $80 to go to that party
3: are the drugs included in the
0: $80 I'd pay $100 if the drugs are included
3: <laughs> <laughs> is this a party you could make happen
0: seems like something i could facilitate.
3: Oh my
2: god. Should we actually do it? I think so. I mean, you know, a party that i don't need to talk to anybody. You just yeah. everybody just sits there, relaxing, feeling all of these sensations oh while doing drugs. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if the lights lights were low. Oh, so for sure. Lighting. I don't dim need lighting. to like I don't need to like see other people experiencing everything. No, no, no. No one needs to see anybody else. Yeah.
0: Is it like a beanbag party?
3: Yeah. Yeah, like, i mean yeah, you, there's definitely like a lot of comfortable options on the floor. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, how many people?
3: Ten at most, I think. Ten at most. Don't you think you want to keep it small?
0: Yeah, but this you could fill an airplane hangar if everybody had their own little beanbag with their own little headphones. Yeah, you know what? This there could is, be, this there could is the be other a big ass thing. Yeah,
2: I would look at that. I mean, I know this isn't what we were talking about, but we did talk about this at one point about the multiverse, and that looks like a simulation. Like yeah. that oh, yeah. looks like a kind of uh, looking just a bunch of people on beanbags with the headphones. On yeah. drugs, experiencing stuff. That's a, that's the next step. And like towards, the live
3: yeah. ASMR. We got to get Sarah to do that. She'd be yeah. into it. Of course she would. She's yeah. such a good sport. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm Steve. glad it connected with you two
3: as much as it did with me. <laughs> I wasn't I love sure if it was just idea. with the headphones. Well, no, I, I well, don't know if I've, ex- I haven't experienced it no, yet. we but- were
2: living vicariously through you, I think, yeah. Yeah. during that I could see how it could be amazing just from hearing it without the headphones. So yeah, for sure.
3: You know, to me, was the most fun part was when we had Sarah um, then do the ASMR bonus. So we had to do a long one for that episode, and then a bunch of little ones for all the episodes. And just seeing her kind of do it live and innovate, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Do you have scissors? Do you have?" And when you, what did you spot? You spotted that pillow. I started scratching a pillow. Yeah, Jess is like, (laughs) "I found something." And like, to me, that was so much fun, and it built up so much tension in the room because we were all just like listening and I think in awe of kind of what she was doing and the sincerity she was doing it with. And yeah. that final one, when we cut, we were all like, what? Like we just all kind of exploded in noise yeah, yeah. after that. It was well, so cool. And
0: she knew some classic tropes, I think. Yeah, like, she, she was did. Going like, ska, ska. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. You knew that was a thing though. And then the way that
2: she traveled around the microphone, I guess, so that it gets, I don't know, it, it's surround sound or it gets in both of your ears? Because I, I was scratching on the pillow and then I gave it to her and I was curious to see how does she how elevate is this to something. ASM artist going to yes. with it. <laughs> yes. What is the ASM artistry? It was, and it was artistic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh. No, you know, that. I feel like I'm feeling the tingles just from... Honestly, I was just so impressed that we threw that at her. Can you do this? And she's like, "Sure." Yeah. And it's yeah. like such a potentially vulnerable thing to do. Oh, it yeah. felt like.
2: Well, I asked her if we should leave the room yeah. because you know she she talked about doing it. She hasn't uploaded videos or anything. She's not out there, so I didn't know how comfortable she would be. Yeah. But she was fine with us in the room. I was trying not to laugh because it's just it was such an intense. And sometimes I get uh, I laugh out of nervousness of or whatever. And uh, and she says that she can't listen to herself. I had the experience of a good friend of mine who. Um, does meditation stuff mm. and I know her and when I went to one of her meditation sessions the first time she turned on her meditation voice oh, yeah. and I couldn't handle it like <laughs> yeah. I really it took everything in me not to crack up laughing because it's weird when you, but I could you know Sarah I don't know and she just for me that's who she is you know she's this ASM artist and it works yeah it was you, really but, organic with
0: her you know, yeah. do, you, do you have stand-up voices like when your friends come and see you is it like oh wow that's you on a stage versus the person I, I know off stage so.
3: I think I like just try to tap into a more extroverted goofy part of my personality
2: yeah it's probably just me when I'm turned up mm-hmm. you know yeah a few drinks at the party feeling
3: I've had some nerdy listeners of my podcast questionable at best then hear my standup like people who are like fully into this audio stuff and they're like oh your stand-up voice is like an F. Or, like, some whatever the tone is that they think I hit that's different in stand up than in my speaking voice.
2: Oh, like F tone. Okay, I thought, I thought they were it was like, like a I'm getting you- Oh, no, they didn't fail me. <laughs> I was like, these people are mean. Yeah, yeah, they're not nerds, they're my- bullies. Especially those are those are my fans. <laughs> yeah. They're mean about You
3: suck. I just call them fans. They're my fans because they engage with me. <laughs> I love
2: that they're so nerdy that when they want to insult you, they give you like a letter grade. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, I don't even know enough about music to know what I'm saying. Notes. 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 Yeah, people have said that I have like a different note in my stand up than in my speaking voice, but mm. I wouldn't know that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense.
3: Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted us to try to do ASMR voice for you. Ooh. Will you throw on the cans yeah. and let us know? I keep like, do you like how you I call them the cans, cans. cans today? Oh, yeah. The headphones, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Chuck on those cans, um, because can is another word for boobs, no? What isn't it
2: your cans? Yeah, Yeah.
3: I didn't know that. That feels so nineteen forties. Well, I have really updated
2: references. No, I mean I've never heard
3: it before. Can you use it? Like use it in a sentence.
0: Look at her cans. Look at her cans. cans. cans? That's
3: it. That's what you can say. Yeah, you could. Wow. All right. That's why I keep calling them cans. But these are also called cans. Okay. Okay. Throw on those cans. (laughs) Um, Let me wrap these cans around my head. Oh yeah! <laughs> All right.
0: All right, I'm ready for an experience.
3: Okay. <clears throat> uh, well, you're looking at me like we're gonna do this together, are we?
2: Oh, I thought we were gonna harmonize. Oh my god. No. Okay. Well, you do first, and I'll do, and then maybe we can do it together. Voice relaxing. I put a lot of people to sleep when I don't mean to, telling them stories that night. I hope you had a nice childhood. <laughs> I hope
3: that, yes. that's terrifying. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a different register. No, this isn't working. This is not working. No, but I wanted to say that your wife thinks you have a very low-speaking voice. I whisper naturally.
2: Nobody hears me at a bar, but they pretend they can hear what I'm saying.
3: Okay. I don't see Chris (laughs) reacting to any of this. Um, I'm going to try something. Wait, what was your trigger? Your trigger, I want to remember. No, it's the tapping on the. uh, okay. I'm going to try that. On that one, yeah. The mug? Some
0: feedback on the voices.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I want any.
0: (laughs) Voice is fine, but you were talking to me too much. Oh. She was just given like polite words to the atmosphere (laughs) like to the universe she's just putting it out there
3: she's just putting polite words to the atmosphere that's true okay so too direct is too creepy (laughs) yeah you think it's weird you had a nice childhood (laughs) (laughs) that was so intense it's too much when we're seated it's too much when we're seated a foot and a half across from each other chris and i'm staring you directly in the face going like i want to see chris's tingle face okay good feedback good feedback maybe there's
2: a a world out there for horror asmr all right
3: i don't think i have enough nails for this but i'm gonna give it a try That's nice. <laughs> yeah. you, got that one. you know, I feel that she is a true ASMR artist though, because even like the rhythm of our tapping, I feel like was not as uh, yeah, it was a bit f- frenetic as hers. <laughs> that's yeah. right, it was. <laughs>
0: Versus <laughs> hers, had like a randomness to it, like a simulated rain. I think yeah, that's yeah. what it was. It wasn't no. just tap tap
2: tap tap. Are you feeling it yet? <laughs> okay. This is my
3: ASMR video. Do you feel the tingles? Feel them so maybe it's about the person uh, maybe it's about their energy yeah. being chill
0: she was very chill yeah, right? yeah.
3: from yeah.
2: start to I mean from when she walked in the door and yeah she had a t- <laughs>
0: she, she, she did really improve the vibe
3: of this place didn't she yeah <laughs> <laughs> Do, can we get her to come back? <laughs> she did really improve. The, I don't know what about my four-pound chihuahua barking endlessly at you guys made you think that we needed to, quote, change the vibe of this oh, well, well, I don't think... I, I think th- we could talk about this all day. Yeah. Well, we're What are you going to say?
0: I think you should stick with stand-up. Okay. <laughs> don't quit. Five, don't quit the day job. Fine.
3: Well we did it yeah we i mean by and by that i mean we wrapped a season of podcasting season two but i don't mean that we made chris feel the tingles
2: no, no. thanks for listening that was uh, miles depaul and chris depaul otherwise known as the brothers depaul keep up with everything that they're doing on their website Uh, brothersdepal.com or on twitter at brothersdepal and subscribe to our podcast we're going to be back uh with a whole new season of shows at bad dog theater so make sure to check that out tell your friends
3: yeah that's that's in september 2017 (laughs) so put that in your calendars hopefully you have one man those DePaul brothers. Yeah. They're so cool. They are. Guys, honestly, if you have like creative projects or things to do that's going to pay the money, though, they do enough. They do enough for the community on yeah. their own. Uh, check them out. Get them involved in whatever you're doing. Until we get our website up and running, please check out smithsolomon.com. Smith and Solomon is a leader in industrial training solutions. They serve all kinds of people, but they especially serve individuals seeking Department of Transport Compliance training and forklift or commercial driver's license training.
2: They got your back.
3: Oh, yeah. They got you covered. They are covering
2: your back. And if you want a discount, please mention Jess Solomon and Deanne Smith, and you'll get 15% off. No, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and have
3: you guys realized that the running joke is that we're never going to get a website together? (laughs) So just check out smithsolomon.com. Forklifts. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we should let them in a little bit. This is the final episode. There's no reason not to tell you this, but I often make Jess just handle more of the business stuff when we're doing these intros and outros. I'm like, Jess, you mention the guests. You talk about where to find them, whatever. And then I'm just going to jump on and be like, forklifts. (laughs) I think we make a good pair in that way. We do. You've done a great job, Jess.
2: Thanks. You've done a great job. I'm glad we decided to do this.
3: (laughs) Me too. It's like one of the very first things we really followed through on In our friendship. Probably because we brought the DePaul brothers in. Man, we gotta get them involved in everything. Yeah. They did keep us on task. For sure. Gosh. Thanks, guys. We really enjoyed working with you. I think we've said it to your face, but now we're saying it to the whole world. Thanks. For helping us follow through on our dreams. Yeah. The Brothers DePaul for all your forklift needs. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Now it's time for your final ASMR bonus of this season. I thought you were the microphone. <laughs> oh, it's ASMR bonus time. Bonus time.